Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Phantom Zone After Dark. It's going to be uh-huh. very high energy. Yeah. I don't even know what month it is. <laughs> Wait, but yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, it's the first, I can tell you that. It's the first. <laughs> I, yeah, I had a Patreon payment go through, so I know it's yep. the first. Other I than paid that, my rent today, so it's definitely the first. <laughs> oh, did you Did you finally get paid by your old job? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Good. I, I got my last paycheck, too, which is good. Nice. Your QAnon ex-employee buddy. <laughs> yeah, he was holding it back. He was like, yo, dude, come on. <laughs> Don't give it to this libtard. I've got these things that I need to tell you. Jesus give Christ. him these Confederate silver dollars. That's I need. Thing. I need to know how Putin is actually trying to liberate America. That, that, is, that is totally not. That is totally not a rumor that Putin started himself. Oh well. <laughs> The the most fun one I just saw recently was that uh, Lady Gaga is a pedophile, and she's only a pedophile because she's trying to get adrenochrome from the uh, brains of children. <laughs> what? So wait, so they're basically stealing that bit from South Park with like Gene yes. Hackman? And- uh, yeah, they're stealing that thing that. Well, or as I put it in the one group, I mean, like, I'll take people who have seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas for 500, Alex. Because that's <laughs> that's the drug that Johnny Depp was, or Hunter Thompson was on in the movie when uh, when mm-hmm. uh, his lawyer is like, oh, yeah, go into my uh, shaving kit and grab that brown uh, that brown bottle. It's This stuff is ten times more powerful than mescaline, but don't take a lot. And he ends up drinking well, a whole bottle. <laughs> right, and my understanding is that all of the rumored side effects of adrenochrome come from that film. Um, that's, well, it it was something yeah. that uh, uh, Adolphus Huxley and uh, and Hunter Thompson talked about when there were initial studies on it and mm-hmm. the potentials of what it could do, but right. no actual proof. So these mm-hmm. people are using like oh, what would be sixty-year-old studies at this point, if not mm-hmm. older. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like speculating about what bleach could do inside your body mm-hmm. um and then yeah. actually putting bleach inside your body yeah so so if um, you put if you take a fucking what hand sanitizer mm-hmm. you get a needle mm-hmm. and a lighter tell me so more you, you need to and heat it up first and that's the cure for covid <laughs> yes yeah, cure for COVID. <laughs> and you need a spoon too you need to put the hand sanitizer in a spoon also, oh, we should, COVID, we should... it just makes COVID very drunk. Um, I feel like this is a good way to tie back into Hunter. You paying your rent, and we should pour one out for the rent being too damn high. Yeah, <laughs> the rent is too damn high. The uh, the other part of that uh, Lady Gaga thing is that the way that a lot of these people are claiming that they know she's doing this is because her name showed up on that flight list that changes the names that are on it every five minutes to yeah. uh, Epstein's Island, the one that interesting conspicuously missing Donald Trump. Yeah, right. in- interesting. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like it's yeah. four chance yeah. of fucking full of liars. Uh-huh. Jelaine's still alive, right? Or Gizlaine? Yeah. yeah, whatever her name is. Giselle, who knows? Giselle. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she's still around, surprisingly. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. when she's going to start spilling the beans. Right. Oh, I think it probably happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering mm-hmm. what type of deal she worked out then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, should we introduce ourselves? Politics, guys. Hey, we don't do we don't do that anymore, Liv. We just, oh, we, it's a it's a different don't. world, Liv. It's yeah. You can introduce yourself. 
if you want yeah. to, but no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's one of our uh, one of our our token people is on this evening. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's a very special episode, but then the character will be forgotten again for like six months. Yeah, it's going to go in the back room with the guy with the bicycle repair shop. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh no! Gonna, no, are you going to play jungle? Um, that was. A... <laughs> We're going to talk about bus snacks. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, there'll be certain types of snacks. Yeah. Damn. Mm. These make me sleepy, Mr. Bicycle Shop Owner. Just damn sure. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Yeah, do you do you know what Lou is referencing there? Yeah, it's the the um I don't know, know the name of yeah, the name of the show, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, I feel like it's more it, it's like the most famous thing from that show, right? Yeah. Well there and was the catchphrase. There was is the that... episode where uh uh a mime ended up having a seizure and the boys both freaked out and, and <laughs> what, 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 yeah. talk? <laughs> I, maybe maybe she was just a street performer of some sort but she was doing mime but yeah i remember that specifically too oh and there was an episode where um where i th- was it arnold or was it didn't they have like a redheaded kid who was their yes. son at one point he got kidnapped that was like a two-part very special oh episode. wow bro yeah i used to watch that show is that the gary coleman show Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Eric's the only one old enough to have been a child when it was on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I watched it mostly in repeats too. So, yeah, that mm-hmm. Silver Spoons, man. Yeah. Prime Spoons. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That guy's that guy's now a oh. crazy right winger. Oh, so uh, so the one with the white kid who's rich, you like? Uh, what are you telling us about you, Hunter? Uh. Yeah. Uh, let's change the subject. <laughs> so they like adopt like a little black kid. Isn't that the plot of Silver Spoons? No, it was just the stories, a story of a very rich white kid, wasn't it? Or was he adopted? I can't remember. I thought there was like two kids in that show. Well, no, uh, uh, uh what was it? Alfonso Ribeiro, I think, was, was the, uh, we're friend. talking about a sh- show from like 1982. Yeah, something like that. It, that, that reminds me of, um, the plot to Blank Check. <laughs> is oh is it the same thing? Same thing, I, right? Yeah, I don't know what that movie is. I've never seen it. You've never seen oh, Blank, Blank Check? Oh, Blank Check is awesome, because the bad guy is, what's his name, who's like an amazing actor that passed away uh, a while ago, that did like a ton of waste work. Shit. I, I no, like, who's who's the star of Blank Check? Which child oh, actor? Some kid. Uh, Brian Bunzel? No idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, this might be that weird cutoff where I was a little bit too old for this movie. It, it was 1994, so I probably... Yeah, I was uh, two years away from graduating high school. The yeah, part, yeah uh, Miguel Ferreira is the bad guy. Oh, I know that name. I just don't remember. Yeah, what he was he's in, in everything yeah. uh, you've ever watched ever, yeah. and done like all the voice. He was work. Deathstroke in the Teen Titans movie. That... Uh, he's in movie. the original RoboCop. He's one of the guys that works for the company. Oh, yeah, he's. Um, he was in. A, yeah, he was in Traffic. He was. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the, the main like drug uh, traffickers. Right. He was also in Halo too. Yeah, he's um he's the dickhead uh, coroner from Twin Peaks. He's the one that he's oh, in yeah. Twin Peaks. Um, his father was in Dune as the Emperor. Um, <laughs> oh, really? He's in. He's been in stuff for forever. He's in Search for Spock. He's in T.J. Hooker, Trapper John. Huh. Uh, if you ever watched the made-for-TV movie uh, 
pilot for that Justice League show, he plays the weatherman. <laughs> that's awesome. The one with the sweet ass costumes. Yeah, the ones that the awesome. glow colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess before we hit any of the uh, subjects I mentioned earlier, has anybody been watching anything new or interesting recently? Uh, Rami. Good question. Rami. Oh, my wife started uh, watching Rami. Is that on Hulu or is it HBO Max? I think it's or HBO Hulu. Max, HBO Plus, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Hulu. It's really okay. interesting. Um, so it's like um, it's very New Jersey because it's like uh, he lives in Jersey City, but it's like a thirty-something-year-old Egyptian, like first gener or first generation American-born, kind of dealing with being a thirty-something in marriage. And everything, or like not marriage, but like trying to settle down and like come to terms with his life, mm-hmm. and like dealing with being like a Muslim and trying to be a good Muslim and being American and being like liberal in okay. New Jersey. And it's really so. Like the first episode was like dealing with like women in relationships, and like he's like, no, like he's talking to a woman's like, oh no, I don't drink. So she, like the woman's like, so you just get women drunk, and then you hook up with them he's like whoa whoa, whoa, that's not what i do i just don't (laughs) drink because of my religion and it's very funny and um one of the guys that's really funny in it is um actually like physically disabled is like his best friend and it's actually a physically disabled person and he's fucking hilarious and the situations that they're in are like kind of awkward in like a very funny way and they just it's like cool to see like a show do that like with an actor and have them like he has to wipe the guy's ass and like oh, it's like Jesus. a thing um and he's like he's like oh is this all right he's like well now you're just having fun down there and like it's it's really funny though and like i don't know it's like very jersey but it deals with like kind of if you're in that age group like funny stuff and it's like a very interesting comedy um i've never seen kind of do that I've like you've seen it in like with Italian people or like Greek or Hispanic or black, like doing like a Middle Eastern like guy is something kind of new. And it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, like seeing it's like, oh, it's kind of not sitcom y, but like kind of that same kind of comedy, but like slice of life comedy, I believe. Yeah. 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 And, um, but like seeing it from this angle is like interesting. It's like, oh, it's different, but it's not super different. Like, oh, he has a shitbag racist uncle, um, oh, nice. which so everybody every, has. But like, yeah. yeah, it's just like, oh, he's just he's Muslim, so he's like super anti-Semitic and super misogynistic. But you're just like, it's in like insane ways. It's like, oh, I guess it's not like in every show you kind of have um, like the creepy weird uncle. Well, I know in uh, some of the trailers I'd seen that, um, and I can never remember how to say his name properly, so I won't do it disservice by trying to do it now. The guy who's supposed to play Blade in Marvel in the right. MCU. Um, oh, uh, Herschel Ali. Yeah. Yes, thank yes. you. I yes. haven't gotten to him yet. Um, yes, he's in the show. Yeah, I will, um, I will watch anything that dude is in. I love him. He's a great actor. Yeah. So, yeah. It's also, it's yeah. basically got, like, everybody who's, like, a major, like, Middle Eastern actor in it. Like, the guy that plays the dad is a mirror. Uh, Waukeed, and he was in Lucy, uh, Syriana, Geostorm. Um, it's like it's pretty <laughs> Why much like you oh, you're really gems there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I'm looking Geo-Riana. at his top. 
in between two real gems, real just classics. Of Dude, Geo's a lot of his awesome. other stuff is not, it's like not English. <laughs> You know, uh, I didn't hate Lucy. I thought it was okay. Lucy, Lucy is, is a movie. Lucy is a movie that came out. It's fun. Yeah, I'm not giving up on my bit about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of the like few movies. Every Luc Besson film. Um, that's it's one of the few movies where Scarlett Johansson plays a white woman. Right, <laughs> just white woman. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. she really steps yeah. out of her box for that one. <laughs> yeah, she's not a robot. She's not an Asian person or trans. Right. Oh God, no that that movie where she was playing a trans person never got made. Technically, she she yeah. realized the backlash that she was starting to get. It was like, yeah, I better mm-hmm. dip out of this because yeah. yeah. She was like, oh wait, but that other guy won an Oscar for doing it. Oh fuck, Eddie Redmayne. Well, Jesus yeah, that's well, I mean, we didn't people freak out about that too. They did, but he still won an Oscar. That's true. Yeah, and then he did that other Lupusan movie. You know, what's, you know what's crazy about Lucy is like people are still hung up on this. You only use ten percent of your brain. Isn't that yeah. like a complete falsehood? Yes. I feel like that. Yes. Is- and it's completely like not true. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's one of those things that like yeah, there's a lot of stuff that like we don't actively use that's because it's doing all the background work like making you continue to breathe and making your body continue to just function like just because you're not using it doesn't mean it doesn't have a purpose and isn't being used in some way so yeah it's like a computer just because all isn't obviously in use doesn't mean that it's not serving a function exactly um so yeah um i mean i know i know in uh in hunter's It's got to hold like yeah. Huh. It's, it's, it's like an SSD. It's like it loads faster in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't defrag it from all that. You have to. I'm monkey tonight. I've been watching regular show, um, and that show's great. Uh, oh, I think those people just show. have a new show too, don't they? Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it's the regular show's good. And I'm also about to start that new Transformer show, and I'm really excited about it. There's a new Transformer show. Yeah, it it's dropped on Netflix. It's called War for Cybertron or something. Yeah, and apparently it's really good. So. Yeah. Well, I've really? heard like Voltron is amazing and Shira, so if it's with the like at that level. Voltron yeah. is good up until the ending. <laughs> which is a whole <laughs> other thing that we don't I never finished anything. Voltron, but like I heard what happens, I was like, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah. didn't I'm trying to remember, didn't someone who's well known within like like within hip hop, like like I don't want to say real hip hop. No, like <laughs> somebody did like the soundtrack to that show, or at least the opening song. And like, I was kind of like, really? Voltron or Transformers? Voltron. The Voltron. idea. It oh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I can see one of the. I can see one of the Wu Tang doing it because, like, they're all super secret nerds. Well, that that one's not that crazy though, because a lot of them have been involved in other. Is it real? Are they really secret nerds, Lou? Yeah. Well, yeah. that and um, what's his name from Run DMC? Um, DMC is also a nerd. Like, yeah, he's written so. comic books. Right. I'm trying to find it. I just I remember hearing about it. I was like, really? Like, really? That's 
Okay. Is it Bubba Sparks? Alex Garingas and Brad Breck. I don't. Okay. Those sound like the most rapper names I've ever heard. Those are the whitest people I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Give me a break. I heard it in in passing, and I guess I was wrong. Here's the thing: this Alex Garingas could just be his real name, and I could like look him up on Google right now, and it's like he's the other half of Daft Punk or something like that. I literally Um, typed in like hip hop uh, Voltron, and what he was article comparing Wu Tang to Voltron. hmm. Yeah, I see that they form like Voltron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just I could have sworn there was somebody that that was involved with the soundtrack in one way or another, but I guess I'm wrong. I mean, honestly, I wish you had been right. I, I really do. I I was rooting for you there for a second. Um, uh, oh, it was Master P because he's they form a Voltron and make you go. Anyways, it wasn't his son, which I can't remember I his also, name right now. I also want to watch <laughs> that Transformer show because apparently it's it's canon agnostic like it can fit into whatever transformers canon you choose to at, honestly at this point to. yeah it should be there's so much of it wars. what what was that including beast wars <laughs> it's canonically well, no, connected it, well so it's the final hours of cybertron before the autobots had to fucking just get out of there and just oh uh, oh i feel like they did a comic of that not too long ago they might wonder- have um i was actually i watched like one of those videos that um, I think Wired has been doing, or Variety or somebody, where it's like, this person explains all of this extended canon. Um, they did one for Lord of the Rings, and then they had the producer of this show um, explaining Transformers. It wasn't as interesting, because for the Lord of the Rings one, they got like a Tolkien scholar. Um, this is just a guy clearly reading off of Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, telling you what he remembers of the shows when he had seen them before. Um, and, like, looking at pictures, and you could just tell. Um, but it, it was still kind of interesting because he gave his insight into the whole reason why they did the, this show. Um, it, apparently it came from them watching the beginning of Bumblebee, um, which is a good place to start with for a show. Um, and it was like, I want that moment of the Transformers before they came to Earth, before all of the adventures that they have had in the ensuing years um i would have i would watch a movie of just those parts from Mm -hmm. from bumblebee because that was amazing and then Mm -hmm. the rest of the movie happened which i was okay with it was fine yeah it was was fine Um, it's slathered on the like hey it's the 80s reference a little bit too much for me it did feel like a producer was standing in the corner being like Stranger Things. We need to do Stranger Things. <laughs> well, um, for, for me, it was just like it. I don't know. There was something like there were so many music references that's just like, mm-hmm. all right, we get it. Like you were into stuff that wasn't popular or was like left of center. Then, like, yes, mm-hmm. you, you like Morrissey and the Smiths. I know she's wearing a shirt. Cool. And like, just the music choices. Right. Sometimes, I, like I said, it just it felt like it was just like. Hey, hey, it's the 80s. Hey, look at the 80s going do you, on. Do you remember right. the 80s guy? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like if it came out a couple years earlier, it would be a very different reaction because I think we've been um, flooded with 80s stuff. Well, so, Stranger yeah. Things, yeah. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's also... Stranger Things. 
it's also all the people born at that time period are now the ones coming into positions of power. So they're going mm-hmm. to try and make everyone love the era that they loved as much as they do. So I don't know, is that like Gen X? Yeah, pretty much. That's it's you. all the Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you, me. right? Yep, yeah. that's me. Yeah. I'm a millennial. I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hunter, are you a Gen Y? I'm, <laughs> or I'm Gen Z. before mine, isn't it? Is, is I'm it like April 11th, 1995. So. Oh, okay. so I, am, I think I might be Gen X. I'm no, you're not, not Gen X. Gen Y. Gen, Gen y um, yeah. Yeah. Hunter's actually after me. I'm, I'm like literally the cutoff is like June of 94, and I'm May of 94. Oh, yeah. so you get to be a millennial with me, and then Hunter's a Gen Y. So yeah. we, can bur- we can burn his tall ass at the stake. Right, exactly. As, <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Gen Z is the one who eats eight Tide Pods. Let's, let's get that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. By steak, um, I mean we got to cut down a Redwood. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. we got to go for that second brain. Only a Redwood mm-hmm. can penetrate yeah. us. Yeah. Only and that is there. strong. You have to two of every organ. Is that how you stay alive at your height? <laughs> well, no, I would, I would imagine like he, he has multiple stomachs as opposed to needing to have uh, right. multiple intestines. That way, it's it's well yeah. digested mm-hmm. before it gets to his lower intestinal tract. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of like a baby bird. Uh, like, you know, <laughs> I would really birds don't have multiple stomachs. You're, you're thinking, no, no I, I, what I mean yeah. is, my food has to be uh, uh, chewed prior. Mm. Oh, okay. Is that why you have roots? Uh, All right. And someone has to spit it in your mouth, right? Is that part of it? Yeah. Specifically, Alicia Silverstone. Um, (laughs) That's Um, okay. Oh, I actually didn't get the reference, and then I remembered and got the reference. Yeah, yeah. Also, just maybe flashback to comes from uh, Godzilla, so it really just Godzilla rules, really. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Hunter's been hiding a tail. For a while now. I also feel like if Hunter bends over too far, he'll just die. Yeah. Because all the blood will rush to the top of his head. Right. It's like yeah. a little bit dark over. Um, it's just... Um, yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> one other thing I've watched. I actually just finished watching it before this. Uh, yeah. I caught up on Stargirl, which is strangely really good. And, Interesting. Um... They have dropped some crazy ass references. So um I'm gonna say spoiler warning for people, but like do you guys care if I say any things? Not one bit. <sighs> nope. By the time I watch this, I will have forgotten. Okay. So I so the opening of episode one, first off show Solomon Grundy. Like real deal. Okay. Solomon. <laughs> like rip like ripped up suit Solomon Grundy. Um like, like Gigantic Hulk size smashing a car and killing people. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, And more recently they revealed the that the seven soldiers exists in this world and that Starboy and uh Stripesy were part of them. And we are revealed um one of the members is in the show, which is very obvious if you notice any context clues. Mm. Um Although they went with the older version and not the Grant Morrison version of this character, which is which, which character was it? Uh, Shining Knight. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, so, real. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but real quick, I was thinking of Voltron Force, which was on a car- or Cartoon Network, and it was Swizz Beats who did the uh, theme song. Oh, Continue. that was the CGI Wait, one. what? Yeah, 
Swizz Beats did the theme song for uh, Voltron Force. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyways, back to Stargirl. Uh, it's yeah it's really good like it has like it's kind of what the runaways should have been where it's very focused on the kids and then all the adults are basically all the villains and they're all everyone's like all good character actors everyone's doing like stuff and it's like fucked up at points like i think they've killed like four children in the show this season all right (laughs) wait okay here's an important question which version of stripesy is it the one with the mech suit uh both wait what oh wow so he in the beginning so okay i guess i'll so the beginning of it is og jsa so it's him in the shirt with starman which is played by fuck what's his name joel oh yeah last of us no (laughs) yes Yes. (laughs) no uh joel who used to host um uh talk soup yeah oh shit Uh, oh joel kale Joe yeah. McHale, he's in it for like two minutes. He plays uh he stole my dad's acting career. Um <laughs> <laughs> they, show, they, they show him, they show our man. Uh you see Green Lantern Alan Scott stuff in the background. Oh, that's cool. Uh, whoa. Wild you see Wildcat and Yeah, okay. And the other characters. Um, and then they are all murdered by the JSI or the Injustice Society, including oh, Solomon Grundy. Um, that's where the show starts in 1990. So it sounds like they're going real hard with the references and just not caring. That's I might, awesome. Oh, I might yeah. watch this, honestly. It's coming to CW, so which is basically is come, also is it, the end of the HBO Max. No, it's going to CW. Uh, it also looks eventually, though. Yeah, it um, also looks way more expensive than anything on CW and Titans as well. Well, mm. that that won't last. Give it no. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. But yeah, they deal with like some cool teenager high school stuff. Like somewhat, one of the character stuff gets like posted about them and like ruins their life. And then kind of dealing with this mixed marriage family, because um, the Luke Wilson is Stripesy, and the wife is um, shit. What's her name from like Road Trip? And um, Crank. Um, uh, Amy. Amy uh, not Polar. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Amy Polar. Yes, Amy Polar. <laughs> yeah. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. All right. Wait, because yeah. you said mixed marriage. Wait, what? Did, what? Like, or there, there. It's like, um, what do you call it? Like, she a has blended, a daughter, he has a son. Yeah. Yeah, a blended yeah. family or whatever. Blended it is. family. Yeah. That's probably. I was going to say, term. if it was a mixed marriage, I'm not watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like the costumes look goofy. Yeah, Amy Smart. Um, the costumes look goofy and stills, but they actually look pretty good in like action. And yeah, they've done some like really crazy stuff. And then one of the references was to uh, I always forget this character's name because I never really read anything with him. But the genie character that was part of the JSA. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, uh, Johnny. Pen. Like, yeah, like Johnny uh, Thunder. Johnny yeah. Thunder? Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. The, they were to get him out is like so cool or something like that. I can't yeah. remember exactly. Yeah. She go, like he shows her like the JSA like hiding and he has like all weapons. And then he's like, she like picks up the person, like, what is this? He's like, do not touch that. That's like the most dangerous weapon in all of creation and like puts it down. When does <laughs> this take like, place? It, I think it, it takes place now. They have the internet and everything. So, uh, so it's not the 1940s. 
No. The okay. opening of the show takes place somewhere in the 90s. Interesting. Okay. And like superheroing exists, but no one seems to give a shit. Because like uh, she might like, be like if superheroes existed in the real world. <laughs> yeah. So right. she's like, wait, who are the Justice Society? Like, how do you not know? Like, we saved the world a bunch of times. And she's like, I don't know. That was like some old dudes. Like, what do I care? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like people who don't know who Tank Man is. Busy uh, tweeting. Leave me alone. <laughs> Come on, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's interesting. Like the villains, like they like kind of give them a point too. Like you mm-hmm. kind of get where they're coming from, and then yeah, Tigress and Sportsmaster are in it. Uh, that's Christ. awesome. I kind of like that. So yeah. this this sounds like it's a lot of fan service to like. Oh, it is. Died in the wool DC I, fans. I, I'm kind of really interested in this. Honestly, I, and what I like yeah. about uh, Tigress and because they turned old hunters into Tigress. Um, and Sportsmaster are a couple, and they're like the shittiest parents at the high school that are way too involved. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, nice. And they actually have their daughter is Artemis. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll share a picture of them. It, again, everything looks worse in stills because, like, they don't, they really mm-hmm. don't just stand around and, like, sit there and pose. That's not too bad. For, like, Sportsmaster, that's fine. Yeah, and, like, they show him, and, like, and when he's yeah. doing stuff, like, it looks like he's, like, oh, he'll flip a ball yeah. and, like, hit it with a bag and, like, just crack someone in the head. Like, the ball, it's like, oh, if you got hit in the head with a ball going, like, 100 miles an hour, you would probably be dead. Yeah. Damn, I just, that Solomon Grundy is great. Like, yeah, you can yeah. tell he's CGI, but damn, that's... I think it looks yeah. rad. He's, it's, he's so kind that it helps. Yeah. Even if and he's being CGI. treated as, like, Chekhov's Grundy, where, like, every time it's like, oh, there's a door, and he's behind the door, and you just hear it. <laughs> it's like, oh, don't go by that door. Of the, of the saying, and it's like, Solomon Grundy hanging up on a wall somewhere or over a fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> On a rack. Um. No, with the uh, with the inclusion of Solomon Grundy, that makes me wonder if they're going to tap into some of uh, the Robinson run on Starman, because Grundy, mind you, he was a different version of Grundy, but was super heavily involved in that. And I know that's where, like that, the rod that she's using comes from, and that was she was the one who became Star Person after Jack Knight wasn't Starman anymore. Yeah, so I, I don't. It's kind of they. They've constantly said like nobody knows where the rod comes from. Um, Luke Wilson's like, yeah, he was Star Spangled, the Star Spangled Kid, and then the rod just found him. And he's like, we no one knows where the rod is from. Weird. Hmm. Yeah, well, and the rod maybe. is like it has a mind of its own. It's like a character. It moves around okay, on its that's, own. That's very different. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Still, I mean, this this all sounds like stuff I could get behind until I get bored yeah. of it after the fifteenth episode in the season. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it's not, uh, I think it's only been twelve or thirteen. So yeah, I, hopefully, I think I only have one more episode left. For I the mean, season. it sounds like the people working at DC have been listening to our show and that they yes. uh, took some uh, took some notes. Or they've just been uh, listening to anyone who watches TV yeah. and it's like, I can't, right. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> no more. No, please. please. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
No, um, Arlen, have you been watching anything new or interesting recently? I mean, I, I did watch a movie, but I do want to say this real quick. Uh, the new season of Umbrella Academy, um, mm-hmm. I'm really digging it. I mean, I dug the first season, so no surprise. Ooh. Um, but those first few minutes, which I, I held off from watching till it dropped, um, gold, just absolute gold, oh. fantastic stuff. Um, You're the second person I've heard say that. I'm going to yeah, start it tomorrow, maybe. I need yeah. to go back and restart the first season because my wife and I were into mm-hmm. it pretty heavily, and then I got hit with a stomach bug, and right. we were trying to watch it while I was recovering, and I was just <laughs> in the phase of being yeah, in and out of sleep, so I don't remember a whole lot of what was going on. So yeah, I just need to go back and rewatch all the first season because right. it was it's it, good. It was doing a yeah. good job of adapting the both uh, the mm-hmm. two that were out at the time volumes of the comic. So I'm I'm totally there mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, I, I personally I have on the comic show like with Siler talked about like I like the show better than the comic. I understand uh, that because yeah. like it's more coherent and explains yeah. the world a bit more than just throwing you in. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it was it's, like. it's Gerard Way like doing his right. best Grant Morrison impression. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's it's fine. It works for what it is. I mean, I just enjoy the comic because of the uh, is it Ba or Moon who's doing the artwork in the comic? I can't remember. I think it's Ba. Okay, he's credited in the show. That's the only reason. Okay. I know that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, because they're uh, he and his brother are great. Like the one comic they did, Day Tripper, is phenomenal. But yeah, I just I really like his artwork. It's it's really good. So that's why I'm really into uh, the comic. Hmm. Yeah, and you're reminding but, me, like, isn't Doom Patrol like wrapping up or done? Which also is kind of connected to way since then they isn't um, Crazy Jane his character? Uh, no, that's Grant Morrison. She, yeah, no, all, uh, the, all the characters in the show are Grant Morrison's. I feel like they borrowed something in season one from well, Ways Run. Yeah, they know. changed. Um, I always forget her name. The stretchy girl's powers. Oh yeah. Well, she wasn't. She wasn't involved. Elastic in the, girl. Yeah, yeah Elastic she girl. wasn't. She wasn't really in the Morrison run. Yeah. Like the Morrison run was a uh, negative man, uh, robot man, um, or Mister Negative Robot Man. Uh, that ugly girl that just got introduced in the season. Um. Crazy Jane and I think Flex Mentalo. Yes. Well, he didn't show up until later in the Morrison run, which he also does in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And he makes everybody come. Yeah. (laughs) Except for Robot Man. Also, (laughs) possibly (laughs) Brendan Fraser's greatest performance of all time. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I've heard he's really good in that. Although, uh, have you guys ever watched uh, it? was an FX series, Trust. It was about the Getty uh, uh, kidnapping. No, no I, never oh, did. I feel like um, I've heard about this. Yeah, it's so good. Like my wife and I started watching it just randomly, and mm-hmm. like this was when it was first coming out, and we were completely hooked. Like it is, it's so goddamn good. Like Donald Sutherland is playing uh, the the head right. Eddie, whatever his name is, and he's such mm-hmm. a good bastard in the show. And right. Brendan Fraser is playing like a an investigator for him, essentially like a fixer. And I like his cowboy hat. Well, he's, he's playing the same person that Wahlberg played in the movie. Okay, um, I haven't seen the movie, so because uh, that was the thing. The like, movie is the one that I they unfortunately replaced. have seen the film, <laughs> um, um, and that's the oh, movie that with uh, what's his name that they replaced, right? Plumber. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Plumber replaced. 
You mean Max von Sydow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Same person. Um, yeah. It's a good thing that Max von Sydow didn't have to come in to replace Sutherland. That would have been a bummer. That would have been um, weird. Yeah. That would have been real strange. <laughs> yeah. No, that was. I think that was the thing too. Is like my wife and I watched that series, and it's it's like ten episodes, eight episodes, something like that. So we got mm-hmm. an eight-hour story as opposed to as much as I like Ridley Scott a two and a half hour maybe three hour version of the story like it's it's really good like Isn't you guys that should... like all mm-hmm. things though are better for the most part when you air them out a little bit yeah right. yeah for the most part except for the flash and supergirl and yeah all yeah. those shows uh-huh. <laughs> all those shows yeah, yeah. um yeah i don't I just don't care. That's that's my main, main my main thing. If you say that it's good, I might actually check it out um, because, especially when it comes to FX, I really trust your taste. Um, yes. Since we're pretty in sync. Yeah, we're we're pretty um, aligned on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Basically the same person. Yeah. 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 When it comes yep. to FX in particular, yes. Yes. Um, what? <laughs> when it, but yeah. When it comes to um, goblins, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Don't dance, huh? God damn it. God damn it. Um, K-Pasa. Right. Um, <laughs> anyways, I might check it out. Um, I just should. did not care about the Ridley Scott movie. And that might just be that movie. But I just yeah. did not care. <laughs> well, it's I also think- like, that was a movie that had like 18 pounds of like horse shit surrounding it. Like, yeah. between the 20 ton bag of Kevin Spacey and then the what the reshoot um payments right. between the actors. Yeah. Well I think we talked about this once before. I don't know how we talked about it before, but we I think we did. The most interesting part to me is that like it kind of works as a sequel to There Will Be Blood in a way. Because it's I think it's like the story of that family, the Gettys, is I think they inspired the plain view character um so like on that level it's kind of interesting to me but like past that it kind of lost me um because eh, like it's just not mm. the whole thing of christopher Plummer playing a character that i've seen him play like a million other times that yeah. well just who's the co- he's a complicated old man who has you know strange things about his personal life that, and he's very secure um oh, yeah. element. oh then you should um, you should definitely watch the fx run because donald sutherland mm-hmm. playing a, a old rich bastard is wonderful like right. he's re- sort of like his like right. second career is i mean like, yeah. that's the best part about outbreak <laughs> Is that he's just playing an utter bastard in that movie? Mm-hmm. He's just playing like a monster. Um, it's great. Yeah, I just watched that yeah. movie again recently. I was this is so funny to watch. Mm-hmm. It's really well, interesting. It, my wife and I watched uh, what was it? Um, the Steven Soderbergh film, um, Contagion. Yeah, yeah, we watched Contagion. Agent, like back in like March, <laughs> <laughs> starting, and we're like, ah, ha, 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 this can't be. And now it's like, oh god, oh, oh god, Uh-oh. I want to watch that movie it is, anytime soon. I actually cannot wait for like six or seven years, maybe probably will be less. So, like, when post this 
like the pandemic inspired movies happen and it's like oh we need to change how we look at post-apocalyptic or like mm-hmm. going through the apocalypse how people react Luke, uh, you know they've already started making covid oh I, yeah right? not talking about covid movies but i mean like the yeah. concept it's, of apocalypse is now like, so it's, like but it's, yes like, it's exactly like, that 98 godzilla where people reacted to new york buildings getting blown up with nothing they were like yeah it's just a building in the movies they were like yeah that's cool whatever the buildings are blown up and then cut to 9-11 see i'm I'm waiting i'm waiting for the zombie movie where like like lou saying like people will be like i don't believe it that's that's altered footage or like see i'm (laughs) nothing's gonna happen to me i'm gonna go meet these people and try and argue with them and then they get murdered horribly by zombies it's kind of like uh sean the dead is like the closest Mm post-apocalyptic movie to real life yeah Yeah. (laughs) but but even then like even then there were still people who knew like the rules of the zombie world like I, right. I like the idea that there will be people who are like, "Well, this is fake. All they have to do is take this right. this drug that isn't proven at all," and blah 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 blah. But yeah, yeah. those are crisis. That's kind of contagion, um, isn't it? Yeah. I well, wasn't contagion kind of an adaptation of the movie uh, The Hot Zone? Maybe. Yeah, I, I think know. so. Yeah, I think it's all Bola. based on the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or it's, it's also yeah, different it's... being about like a disease like Ebola where it actually like kind of like burns through well it exists but like it burns through you so fast Mm -hmm. uh compared to something like what COVID is which is like it's kind of like a slow burn Mm -hmm. which is kind of worse in the world but like yeah like it'll be interesting like I've been listening to like podcasts I was like oh like like you said Arlen like the kind of post 9-11 like changing art it'll be interesting Mm -hmm. in like the five years like changing of art seeing like oh because they like basically everybody's gotten like the what happens during a apocalyptic apocalyptic event wrong. Because if you consider the, this that, like right, people well, don't give a shit. Yeah, well, for the most part, and the, it's embellishment. You know, it's like yeah. it's like anything. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know how the fuck we got down here uh, to this uh, area. Um, the Let's one get thing out. That, it's kind of bummer. Yeah. We were talking about Sutherland's. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the only, speaking the only thing, of things that spread, um, no, the one thing I wanted to add real quick before we move away from that topic was I can't wait for the deluge of garbage, like single room movies to be happening once. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, Just, yeah. 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 It's like my, my COVID diary. Like, yeah, that type of mm-hmm. bullshit. Anyways, yeah. so you're going to say, Arlen. Um, yeah, I watched a movie. I can't remember time anymore. So just, <laughs> just. Just know that I watched this movie very recently. I've told you guys in the chat you should watch this movie. Um, it's on HBO Max, so it shouldn't be a barrier to, I think, anybody listening to this who has HBO Max. Uh, Snatchers. Um, I don't know if this movie ever made it to the theaters or if it was going to. Um, it stars two teenage-ish girls. Um, and it's not really like a Body Snatchers thing. It's more like... My first Cronenberg, I guess. That's the best way I can describe it. It's this girl, she has sex for the first time with this boy that she's been... Congratulations. uh, With this boy that she's been on and off with for a while. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, it's really weird. Um, he like makes weird noises while it's happening. It's pretty great, actually. It's a very funny scene. Um, and then like the next day, she's pregnant, like immediately. Um, yeah, that's the movie. Um, that's that's exactly the movie. She's pregnant like the next day with these two like. I don't know how to describe them. Parasitic crab creatures. I was going to say, they look um, like... Um, excuse me? I'm looking, I'm flipping through IMDb, and they look like uh, medium-sized dog giant crabs. Yeah, and it's it's just a very... It was a fun time. It was a very fun time. Um, that was like the beginning of a night of me trying to just dive through some horror movies. Um, and I went in expecting literally nothing because I hadn't heard of the movie before. I just saw like the little poster that HBO Max has. Not even a poster, it was like all squared off. I saw mm. the description and I was like, all right, that sounds interesting. I watched it and I adored it. Um, the effects are really good. A lot of practical effects, uh, very throwbacky, but not like cloying or like. 80s nostalgia, mm-hmm, you know, not pandering, um, yeah, right. It's just like you could tell that they made these things, that there was real work put into it. And I don't remember a lot of CG effects for the most part. Okay. Um, yeah, if I look through the pictures, they all look practical, good. yeah. Hmm. And the, the two leads are like really good. And for teenage characters that have a lot of the teenage drama stuff, uh, um, parasitic crabs. Uh-huh. Yeah, they yeah, were crab sets. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For the most part, they weren't really that annoying. They were very well acted. I want to know what all of these actors do after this. I want to. I want to watch all their other movies. Um, yeah, it's just a very fun little movie, I guess. And it's on HBO Max. Well, so. I. I was just going to say real quick. This is something that probably only Hunter will get. But um, this is supposed to be taking place in the eighties. No, it's is or is it modern now? Okay, yeah, Wait, I thought it's a little town in New Mexico, I think. Okay, because um, I was just gonna say it. It sounds like there was a medium-sized crab battle, <laughs> so you would have to you would crab have to flip battle. Them, you'd have to flip them over to get to their weak. Harlan, this is a movie or a TV show for massive it's a damage. Movie. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's the TV show by the same name that has the Young Cass Harai. Really? I did not know that. With it's three seasons and it has some of the same cast members. Oh. What is the name oh. of this again? Snatchers. 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 Huh. Oh, that's an interesting picture that you just posted, Luke. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was going to make a joke that like the third person on the, the the IMDb was from Arlen's favorite show, You, um, but she's also in the TV show version of Snatchers. Huh. There's a TV show version? I had no idea there was a TV show version of this. I yeah. This is the first I'm hearing about this. Um, yeah, no, 2017-2018. Huh. That's interesting. Don't like I wonder, that. I wonder if it's that the the director was involved, maybe? Or a writer? Or... So is it a television show? Yeah, it's, yeah, the director was the same. The TV show was the same as the movie. Huh. So, so is the TV show, is it she just keeps having these crabs creatures? I feel like the movie is the TV show just as a movie. Okay, I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It, 
I'm just trying to see what the episode lengths are. I think it's, this, it this looks like it's 25 episodes in three seasons. Okay, it looks like if I had to guess, because it's not showing an episode length. Uh, it was a crackle. Uh, it was a crackle TV oh, show. Oh no! <laughs> oh, okay. So sign right, of so, quality. No, okay. I didn't know it was crackle though. I had no clue that this was a show. I. Uh, it says I'm looking. It has two seasons. They're ten episodes each. Okay. No, that makes a lot of sense though. That fits. The show doesn't. But that's the thing. The show doesn't feel, or the movie doesn't feel like a show. Like I didn't get that sense that it was episodic in that way. Um, in retrospect, I can kind of see how the little chunks would fit, but it worked totally as a movie. Before you having said that. Um, I'd like to point out on the uh, IMDb page for the TV show under the clip that's right at the top. That is a scene from uh, from fuck. What is it? The second Jordan Peele movie? Um, uh, get out! No, uh, no it's, not us. Get out. it's part of like us. one of their us. Yeah, yeah. It's like IMDb's content that they do. They're like original content. It's like an interview thing. It looks like. Why would uh, I do this? Oh, why would you? The... Why would you connect that to the IMDb page when I'm for Snapchat? It looks like it's covered in there. It looks like it's covered in that video. From what that's I dumb. Know. That's um, dumb. I don't like it one I bit. I don't disagree. I don't get your shit with together, you IMDb. Do you hear me, president yeah. of IMDb? Come and fist fight uh, you. You mean, sure you mean Jeff Bezos? You mean whoever? Jeff Bezos, Eric? Whoever? Because IMDb is run by Amazon. Whatever. Um, I don't care. I'll punch that bald asshole in the face. You should. You really should. I want to see it. Um, yeah, no, this is marry not... him and divorce him and become the richest person. My brain yes. is broken because when I tell you, I didn't know it was a TV show while I was watching it. Like, that we can me, tell. <laughs> that's a sign of quality. Like, I yeah. have no clue. Um, yeah, it's yeah. weird. It seems like the movie is a movie version of the TV show. Like, no, it's this. It's the same show. I was just looking at pictures. They produced it as a show and then they just edited it together as a film which is oh kind of that's awesome. very anime yeah. of them at, at what point does uh lincoln park song because <laughs> like when you were talking about it, i was like oh this seems like it's in the same genre as um but it's a tv show that was on netflix um Oh, what was that mm-hmm. zombie show? Uh, oh, uh, what was it? Black. Uh, is that what I'm thinking of? The one that had Black Diet. Something Diet. Uh, Santa, oh, Clarita Santa Clarita Diet. Diet. Yeah. Yeah, Santa Clarita Diet. And it's like a horror comedy like that. And it's very kind of similar, like goofing on the tropes of like a zombie movie. Mm. Yeah, but it doesn't have but a, a, a teenager pregnant with, with uh, two crabs. Crab demon. Yeah, the tone of this, Can't I would put battle. like um, massive damage. It's closer to Shaun of the Dead, actually. <laughs> like, claws are enormous. Um, oh yeah, I think that, that that would be the same thing, where it's like mostly comedy, but with like a horror backdrop. Right. Uh, yeah, they take the horror. Like, there's a moment in this movie where I I couldn't I couldn't handle myself. I was like, did they just do that? Did they just? It was very. Um, it was a lot. <laughs> I had to pause the movie uh, multiple times because they just did things where I was like, wow, people really do this movie still. Um, and to see it in a movie produced by Warner Brothers with the 
WB logo and all that. Like that was pretty crazy. I've seen uh, Sallow. There's nothing I can see at this point that will <laughs> shock me anymore. But it was it wasn't shocking in that like in like a transgressive way. It was like, wow. <laughs> Somebody actually did that. Somebody had the balls to like put that on screen in a a teen comedy horror show. Mm. I do want to watch the show version and make sure that I'm correct because don't don't I'm give Crackle any more power it. than it already has. Yeah, Crackle. Is <laughs> well, it looks like it was on Go. It looks like it was on Go ninety as well. Was this Crackle? Um, crackle was Sony, right? What fucking words did you just say? What is Go90? <laughs> Do you not know what Go90 was? No. Verizon Go90, the failed streaming service. <laughs> it's called Go90. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've heard it. It was Quibi before Quibi. Did they actually go the opposite direction as Quibi? And they're like, everything is 90 minutes. I prefer <laughs> it. It make more sense. Yeah. No, it was there for Verizon customers only YouTube. Because that makes sense. Because makes that's a logical sense. thing to do. Makes it more sense than Quibi. Yeah, it does. Because A, Quibi isn't a real fucking word. And mm-hmm. B, Jeffrey Katzenberg should be launched into the sun. Yeah, it's Quibi a, exists in the same quick, phantom quick zone. Bite. As uh, like a, a quick bite. It's not a real word. You can't just make fucking words up because you want to. Because you want to try and spend how many billions of dollars to make this <laughs> thing work. <laughs> Fuck that! Ugh, what a waste of so many good talents. Uh, they, made, they made bank. They made what now? They made bank. I guess did they? Uh, didn't um, what's their names? Dude, didn't um, Sansa? I can't remember her name from Game well, of Thrones. Yeah, I'm, didn't I, her I, and her Jonas brother husband make something? Well, I'm sure the actors uh, and the people, the talent. The talent. Were no, paid they made well. a Quibi show. Talent. Yeah, I'm sure the quote-unquote talent was paid talent. well, but I hope, I hope that thing that Quibi made absolutely nothing. Like, I do you hear anybody talking about it right now? No, like, I forget I it exists. That's what I'm saying. Like, it lives in the same yeah. universe as like that Pennyworth show. Like, <laughs> it's, in this, like, it's in this like void of like, unless someone brings it up by name, I forget it even. Like. It's oh, like a reverse. You, you mean John? Unless John is there something that's the polar, like the antithesis of a of a topa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the psychic black hole, dude. That's all that is. Um, oh wow. Um, <laughs> well, I guess the opposite of a topa would have to be something that's like tiny in a physical so no it's like something uh, that actually exists no, but like when you, when you, the more you talk about it the uh, more it goes away oh yeah no that's true mm, yeah mm. I, I mean so I, Quibi. yeah yeah right that, and i mean don't get me wrong like could be hit at the exact wrong time that something like that yes, should be no well no it well, hit at the exact what? right time yeah, it just right. still did no, not yeah. work yeah no because if you go off what they're saying what they were saying about it it was for people who commute on a daily basis on like buses and trains. So, so in it a failed way, during this the, is the time, worst time. It failed during the time when everyone's looking for content to kill their days. Yeah, so here's the content. Th- yeah. Here's the thing. If my choice is rewatching old episodes of Good Eats or pulling out my phone and watching Clippy, <laughs> I'm gonna rewatch Good Eats for the yeah. second time um, in this I whole love- pandemic. 
Um, I will watch 15 half-hour videos of just animals being cute on YouTube because that's what I do sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No judgment yeah. here. Zero yeah. judgment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Legitimate way to spend your time. I, I need to watch the dodo for like two hours because I feel I need to feel good about life. Right. Yeah. You need to feel like there's meaning in existence. I, I get it. Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah, my wife does the opposite because I'll walk up and like, oh, because her background thing to doing work the last. Is she week. watching animal vivisections? Uh, of course, she's oh, watching God. love after love after Excuse lockup. Excuse me, Wait, what? Love after lockup? What the fuck is that? Yes. Um, take the words of the. the what do you think it is? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. No. Is it about prison love? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a show about people who fall in love via pen pal ship in prison <laughs> and then when the people get out it's a reality oh, show that's amazing a train wreck because my yeah. wife and i tore through like two seasons of 90 day fiance because oh, i couldn't look away oh my god i love that's the only reality show i watch with my wife because um, if we can go to um if you're not following paul from paul and karini on instagram uh she just she grabbed their kid and dipped out and he has no I, idea where she is. We only we only made it through the second season because the second season uh, was so goddamn cringy with uh who's the dude from Morocco? Like the one oh, that, that crazy with, the, the, with Danielle? Yeah. I guess that's her name, the one that she's was She's a monster, the mess. <laughs> the mess yes. the yeah, the um, one that kept having like utilities turned off and all that was, um, yeah. So uh, not to spoiler, when they do a reunion show, she specifically says that they do not have sex in their wedding because yep. her vagina smells too much. <laughs> she, <laughs> says, she says that <laughs> during their... Um, I'm always spoiling this because it's like six years old. Um, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance is awesome. Uh, if you, I know you're not doing Patreon stuff anymore, Eric, but Nicole no, Meyer does yeah. a Patreon uh, of her oh, and one of the writers from... Oh, what's the cop show that was on Fox and now is on NBC? It's a comedy. Brooklyn uh, Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. One of the head writers of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The two of them basically cover uh, 90 Day Fiance because it's their favorite thing. Oh my God. No, it's, I, I, still, I still give money to uh, Laser Times Patreon because it's actually gotten much better. Like It seems like Chris Antista was going through a bit of a dark spell there, but things are kind of back on track. So I never rescinded my payment. But regardless, yeah, I'm not I'm not that much into 90 Day Fiance that I'm I'm not gonna pay it's it gets fucking crazy. I believe it. I believe it. Um uh, they had to fire one of their castmates this year because during their tell all via uh not Skype, what do they use now? Zoom, um, the husband who lives in Nigeria asked, Is it normal for American women to call like husbands the N-word? Oh, <laughs> yes, and so she got fired from the show. Holy shit. Um, and she's not the worst person because she was allowed on the tell-all. The person who wasn't was a guy who's probably going to jail and may have uh, been involved in his own child's murder. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they did not vet him and they didn't even... Well, they filmed him doing it and they cut his him and his Russian fiancé out of the entire tell-all. I think I've seen video of that woman. Like, they meet because she kept putting it off and putting it off and putting mm-hmm. it off putting it off and they finally meet and she's about as excited as a robot would be about being offered a steak yes i yeah. have to say like for the most part the show is terrible but the current season has the greatest couple that has ever existed and makes me want to cry because it is 
a uh it's their first male gay couple oh. and um the one guy's mexican and his fiance is moving to mexico and he has to come out and they are like the sweetest couple but like it's like literally them dealing with having to like be gay in mexico and like yikes yeah I and, oh, that's easy. um and so both of them have kids and the one guy i know we're like super on a tangent but this is like this story will pay off um he so the one guy in mexico is younger he's like a hunter age and oh, oh. actually the other guy from florida is an eric age uh, oh excuse and, me yes. <laughs> so um, but the he's guy a, he's an ageless one and Wait, okay. Yeah. So the young Mexican guy, he was married. He came out to his wife. They had a kid. He came out to his wife. She outed him to his mom. And Ooh. then on the show, basically pushed him back in the closet. On the show, they're just like, oh, then she died and uh in a car accident and left him a widower with an infant. But in what they didn't say is that she actually tried to kill him with her car and ran herself off the road and killed herself. Fuck. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I might need to jump back into the show at some point. Yeah, this is current season. Yeah, it is really good. Oh, if you just go on their app, I think they put all the episodes on there for free. Oh, don't tell me those things. Yeah. Um, it's what everybody does right now because we're all stuck at home still. Well, I'm not. I, I'm right. working time. Um, uh, and we won the space that we're not allowed to. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, PA is green. Uh, uh, I'm in the south, sort of, but yes. Uh, well, we'll be back in the orange and red in no time. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, for me, like uh, the newest thing I think I watched was, uh, and Arlen, you might have seen it on Shutter. Was um, the Beach House? I did see it. Yeah. Oh, I've heard did, a lot about that. Did you actually watch it, Arlen, or did you just see the the poster, whatever you want to call it? For? Oh, I watched it. Um, okay. I, I yeah, was I'd... very drunk, but I did watch it. Um, okay, and... so in your in your drunken memories, what did you think of? Um, I remember thinking that it's it's fairly well done. Um, mm-hmm. The VFX are pretty good. The, that lead actress is very very good. Um, yeah, she was. It took me a little bit to warm up to her, but I I did really think she did a great job. The boyfriend yeah. was an idiot and terrible, and I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of agree. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It was. I don't remember the ending, but I, I thought that everything about it worked. Like, it, it's a movie where philosophically, the movie from beginning to end all fits together, and it feels like a complete piece of art, which is something that I really appreciate, especially in horror, which is a genre that I think sometimes doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this felt like there was a solid foundation and an idea that they were going for. Um, and it was all handled very, very well. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it, um, it didn't rely too heavily on special effects, which was nice. Like the stuff they didn't mm-hmm. use worked really well, but yeah, it, it was, it's kind of subtle in it's horror, but it's still yeah. a horror movie tried and true. Like, and yeah, it was, it's just, it's a decent time. Like I know Arlen and I both said it multiple times, but if you don't have shutter, just get it. It's five bucks. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's totally worth your time. Even if you yeah. watch like one movie every two months, that pays for it essentially. Right. Yeah. And somehow, yeah. if you sign up for a trial, somehow you'll magically get it for a year for free without ever paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? 
Yes. <laughs> I believe it because that company is like really good about customer service. I think I told yeah. the story on air before. They gave me two months free because I was going through a cancellation thing. I was like, I can't afford this right now. And they're like, two months free. Just there. You have it. Yeah. They didn't even talk to me. Like, I watched Tammy and the T Rex. I made my wife watch that. And I was like, all right. Tammy and the T Rex is a treat. Uh, She's like, why am I watching this? I'm like, there's a real housewife in it. You can watch it. Oh, God. Um, It's worth it for the T Rex answering, or no, calling on the page. Calling on the phone, yes. Like, uh, and God. the version they have on there is the uncut, so I think it's Tony. Yeah, it's the, the gory T-Rex. one. Yeah. 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 Um the other thing, like, and this was this was weeks ago because it I the only other thing that's newer that my wife and I'm watching is the uh, the dark, the uh the HBO oh, yeah. Max documentary about the uh, Golden State Killer and oh. also about Pat Oswalt's Yeah. Uh, um, I don't how do you how do you Say, like it's not his ex-wife. Widow? She, yeah, is I, it his widow? No, no he's he like he He's the widower. Yeah, his, so his yeah, deceased he, wife. Yeah, but, you just yeah. have to say the whole long thing. Yeah, but like it's it's his dead wife. Really? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah his dead, dead wife. Off, dead wife. Dead wife. Dead wife. Um, no, it's really fucking good. Like, yes, it is. Like, unbelievably so. And it's one of those things that, like, going into it, I knew what happened to his. And even was going on during her research, and then you're also finding out about all the things that the state killer was doing. So it's dealing with the the after effects of her dying and all. Yeah, and it's just they, it's so heartbreaking. She didn't even get to finish the book. It's her like no. friends that finished the like her yeah her one research assistants and yeah, yeah. And, like one of the editors and like a true crime yeah. writer came in. I used to listen to their podcast. Up. Um, yeah. but I, I cut out like 90% of the true crime because it was literally Damn causing much. me to be depressed. Like, it was legitimately. Yeah. I, I think in general, like... <laughs> that's a good idea. I, I, I have a, I'm not a complicated relationship with that show. I really like the show. I think it's really well done. I was worried at first because I have the audiobook. And I just oh, haven't okay. gotten around to listening to it. And I was worried that it would, like, spoil just the audio book. Yeah. Like, I think Pat, but it feels it like it isn't. Uh, he wrote, oh, he's, he's one of the writers. Of the yeah, and I know. I think, does he read the audiobook? Um, I don't know. I can bring it up real Because, like, I, I do know, like, when I look at audiobooks, like, I actually do look at who was reading it because I found it making a huge difference in my experience. Oh, everything right. I like. I haven't listened to a lot of audiobooks, but I've definitely like tempted to jump in. Like I've I've wanted to listen to the uh, Gunslinger series from Stephen King, and like oh, yeah. from what I've read, like there's a certain a certain reader, whatever narrator, mm-hmm. um, who is who is considered the best for those books because apparently yeah. there's more than one person reading them sometimes. Uh, I like yeah. I listen to uh, the exegesis of Philip K. Dick a lot. Yeah, who does the reading on that? Uh, uh, like um, a bunch uh, of people actually. Oh, yeah. oh. Mm. Um, it's good. Yeah. Um. So, someone named Gabra Zachman. I don't know if that's one of the people from the show. Jillian mm. Flynn, 
does the introduction, which he wrote the introduction okay. as well. And then Patton does the uh, afterword, which is yeah. he wrote. I think he wrote, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you see him signing copies of the book throughout the uh, series at various points. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's yeah. it's just been it's so good it's so horrific in multiple ways like i think the thing yeah. that, like i was saying earlier about like it's heartbreaking because seeing or watching the show and then hearing mm-hmm. like little hints of it like in the third or fourth episode where it's like oh you know at least i have drugs you know she says text to pat mm-hmm. you hear a doctor calling and leaving a message saying like hey your refill for xanax is available it's just like oh god I know where this is going yeah. so oh. anybody who doesn't know is just like oh, oh no get to that point. yeah yeah and in this last episode not to i, can't, I don't know if this is, is this is a spoiler they kind of mm. connected to prince um mm-hmm. and i was like yeah, oh, yeah. it's gonna pay off in some way but it and it, it yeah. did as it yeah, turned totally out did. which um, oh, yeah, it's the same about. thing yeah yeah exactly the same thing yeah um uh, but yeah uh outside of that the older thing was that uh my wife and i watched uh once upon a time in hollywood for like oh, the second yeah. or third uh, time and that movie every time i watch that i'm 100 percent in like that movie is mm-hmm. so goddamn good and yeah i don't know there's there's something just inherently heartbreaking about it as i watch it because it's like what not what could have been because obviously it goes insane near the end but just right it's it's yeah i don't know just it's so ridiculous to think that this bunch of fuck-ups were able to do something so stupid for for an absolute man that and it's it's yeah a, such a yeah. good slope tarantino film because you enjoy mm-hmm. everything that's going on and then you get that like sudden rabbit punch of violence in the last like 15 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. and it's just like oh oh i forgot this is also what i'm here for so yeah, yeah. that's go back and watch it if you haven't rewatched it recently yeah it's yeah, yeah. actually a pretty good movie yeah just reminded me with like the book on tape stuff like mm-hmm. you guys heard about what i think it's um for Netflix with the TV series, the Sandman audiobook that they're or the live the yeah. reading. Yeah. Yeah, we talked yeah. about this in the chat. Okay. Like there's mm-hmm. there's yeah. different versions. The cast done. is insane for what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. um God, what's his face? Who played Professor X Young Professor? James McAvoy. James McAvoy is Morpheus. Yeah. Uh Taryn Egerton is Constantine. Cat Denning's mm-hmm. death Prison med is the Corinthian. Yeah, it's Michael it's a Sheen. crazy cast. Yeah, Michael I mean, Sheen is Lucifer. Great cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy Serkis is the Raven. It's like because mm-hmm. like it reminded me because um, I think what was it? I have Neverwhere on my like Audible, and it's um, McAvoy is in that as well. Oh, and, like a right. bunch of other people doing like an audio drama. So Him he has and, uh, Martian Manhunter is in that. Yeah, Martian Manhunter. It has like a crazy ass cast because it's in um, oh my god. What's his name? I want. I'm gonna say Dooku, but that's terrible. Um, Christopher Lee. Yeah. Christopher Lee is does a voice in it. Really? I, in it? What in the Sandman thing? Because he was dead. no, it never, it never. Went okay, out. I was gonna say like, how did they pull that one? Off? <laughs> they recut <laughs> his like death metal songs. To get exactly. Them yeah. <laughs> I the yeah. I mean, I posted in the chat the uh, the picture of the voice cast for the uh, Invincible cartoon that's coming out looks insane like i don't know if you guys had seen any of that but like it's I, I don't know how many of you are even familiar with the comic invincible the robert kirkman one yeah. but it's it barely but based off <laughs> my minimal exposure a cartoon sounds like the best way it is it. i i uh all my knowledge of invincible is through copies of wizard magazine that i got okay. from my grandmother <laughs> I yeah. that's the one it's like superman is basically superman went crazy 
kind of he carve his symbol into the United States? No, that, no, that's I something that's different. The other one. That's the that other one. is uh, irredeemable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I get those two mixed up a lot. I feel like it's they're, they're different. <laughs> they're very different. Invincible yes. is is an, superhero movie or show, like or comic. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's Kirkman, so it definitely has some things. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I figured all of you would be interested because Jason Manzukis does a voice in it. So, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just I you've got. Let me see here. Uh, Stephen Yu, uh, J.K. Simmons, Sandra mm. Oh, Gillian Jacobs, oh, Zazie, wow. uh, Zazie Beats, Zachary Quinto, Jason Manzukis. Yeah, it just it, Seth yeah. Rogen. Just it's you. It's a great looking cast. So it's yeah. totally gonna be worth it. It's, I think it's kind of funny how like something from so long ago, like a radio drama, is mm. coming back, like in a way. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, animation being respected. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah. I just, I I'm wondering like, where it's going to drop. Well, I know, didn't DC like sign, like Warner Bros. DC sign like a huge deal with Spotify to do like all their, to do like a bunch of um, audio dramas for them? Oh, kind of like what Marvel did with it. Audible. So, like, Audible uh, is doing it with Marvel. I think DC is doing it with Spotify. Yeah, huh. I feel like I was on this train 10 years ago. I was like, why isn't anybody doing this? This is a good way to do to tell the stories. It's something that people mm-hmm. listen to. It just well, took, took a couple years. Um, and uh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. There's a million podcasts out there that are doing stuff like this. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, that's how I found that uh, that show that I suggested to you guys, uh, specifically that you are. Like, yeah. 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 It's uh, rental radio or radio rental. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to listen to more of it because it's just this whole all of the stuff. I'm just so mm-hmm. backed up on podcasts. Podcasts that I mm-hmm. love. Some of my mm-hmm. favorite shows, I'm like 20, 30 episodes behind. Oh, um, I, I don't even bother when I get that far. I just jump on to like maybe right. three it, prior to the newest one. Uh, it depends on the show. If you're I'm like... going to need to take a shotgun and I'm going to just like buy it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do that all the time where I clear up, but it depends. If it's like a how did this get made where they're individual, I'll still work my way through. Um, I just resubscribed because I realized, hey, they aren't doing live show episodes anymore because I do not like uh, those. I, I love I'm, the live shows. I'm with Arlen. I can't with the live Why? The audio quality, for one, that's a big thing for me. They're shorter and they're less funny to me. Yeah. They're less funny. Are you kidding me? No, I'm just <laughs> I think that there are good jokes in the live shows, but I don't know. There's something about the not the, the Jason Man Jason Manzukis when he is live is a monster. Know, like, see, <laughs> and I've listened to like a lot of them like two or three times over, and there's just such a difference in in studio ones. Like in the in studio ones is where shit gets fucking crazy. Also, it's also how I listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts while I'm doing other things, and usually when I'm in public. The live shows are good if I'm drinking, per se, but I don't really drink and listen to podcasts. That's not something that I really do. Masturbating um, furiously. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when I'm, I don't know, not mowing the lawn, but like doing dishes or something like that, and I'm listening to a live show, and like the audio craps out. And I think that my headphones are broken because of some weird like audio thing. It just it's distracting. For yeah, me. Um, and it's been similar with certain shows 
have listened to in like doing zooms, which right. theirs isn't one, but some of the other ones I'm like, oh, the chemistry is like not good over like what we're doing right now. Wait, are you saying that the internet sometimes ruins and stifles podcasts? And no way, they flow? the internet ruins something. Uh, that's that's unheard of, Lou. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this has never happened before. Um, yeah, uh, anyway. but I agree with you. Like, it's made me like go towards um, pick up other movie podcasts or like other things. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. guests on their show that have done like done stuff. I've gone to their podcast. Like I listened to the guy who did the Quest has like a movie podcast, like about action movies from the seventies, eighties, and nineties. And I've listened to that. Also, for me, this is why I did Jettison. It initially is I listen to so many other movie podcasts. Like that's if I had to like do a tally of podcasts I listen to, that's the majority of them. Um, so how did this get made kind of dwelled in the bottom for, for me for a while there. Um, but I have, I have time to listen to it now. So like, uh, um, yeah, once I get through all these other shows, like Camille Nunjani and Emily Gordon launched a new podcast. Um, I wasn't waiting for that for like 10 years or anything or whenever indoors. Kids. Did you hear he have like a video game podcast? Yeah, I was like, yeah, and I listened to that show multiple times. Like, I listened to that entire back catalog of episodes. I actually did, like, a blog a couple years ago where I was, like, going through and recording the things that they would, like, throw out as references. It was this weird little thing that I'm sure nobody's surprised that I was doing where I was like, every time they mention a thing, I'm going to record it so that I other people who are listening to this don't have to write it down themselves. Um at some point, probably because the show ended. Um, you actually yeah. remind me, I watched his newest movie, the one that went to Netflix. Yeah, that movie was fine. It was, um, it was fine. It had some really good parts, but then I think it was really slow. Yeah. And then I'm just like, he's so fucking jacked now, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like seeing them trying to hide how yeah, he's like, ripped. Um, like, oh man, it's like worse than Chris Pratt. <laughs> that's a lot of the problems that a lot of modern comedies have. So I can't get too angry because it's like this is just this is just modern comedies now. Occasionally, you get a book smart where it's it feels very natural and comedy is well written, and it's not like two comedians just reciting bits from their act. Um, it definitely felt like that at times. Mm-hmm. On the uh, on the subject of podcasts, something that uh, I know Lou and uh, Hunter, you'll probably be to. There's one I listen to, and they're still going. It's called the King Mobcast, and what? they're going issue by issue, talking about the Invisibles. And oh. I've actually learned a lot of stuff listening to it that I didn't realize, okay. having read the comic multiple times. All right. Like, you Did just inspired ever... me because I have the omnibus literally sitting right behind me. That I yeah. Have... Why have you not read that yet? Like you have uh, nothing but time. Because it's two thousand pages, and like I'm, <laughs> I'm scared it's of so it. Good. No, just read it. Just read it. Just just read it. It's really good. The third, the third part of the series is it. It's kind of tough to get through, and I've read it multiple times, and it's not. T- it's not tough to get through because it's bad. It's tough to get through because 
Orson is just dumping so much stuff in there that you're like, I don't, what are you, what? Like, I don't understand a lot of these references. But yeah, the King Mobcast has been consistently good and like the the chemistry of all the hosts is so good and it just, it it brings up so many things that I didn't even know about. So it's totally worth listening to as a companion or even if you haven't read the book yet, like just what you should be doing right now, Lou. Um, but yeah, it's it's totally worth your time. Thanks for bullying me. God damn it. You know what? Shut up and read it, you wimp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who cares, pussy? <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're never going to get laid if you don't read that. Um, <laughs> my wife will be really impressed by me reading it. <laughs> she will be. She'll be like, oh, look at that big Which book. I don't think my mother in law is who bought me that book for Christmas. Like, well, oh, yeah. wow. You know? Uh, um, but uh, something I wanted to bring up that uh, I know Hunter will probably have something to say, and I'm sure you guys too uh there's a rumor floating uh, around and this was apparently from something that the cfo of ea tweeted about being very interested in purchasing warner brothers games okay here okay uh this makes me very angry for multiple reasons because uh, you're really excited for batman arkham Andromeda. No, don't even <laughs> stop okay I've seen people insinuate that Microsoft would be worst case scenario. No. You, you, but here, here's the the part that infuriates me. They use three four three, the people who work on Halo, as an example, because Halo isn't good anymore. And I'm it's... like, hey, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, the guys who made Dead Space, they're unemployed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, like mm-hmm. all the games would be just on Gamecast anyway, so I wouldn't even have to pay for them. Yeah, like yeah. I don't understand where this stupid like Microsoft a bad company with studios okay. came also, from. Also, on the Halo thing, hmm. those first three Halo games came out in a very particular time in a lot of people's lives. So the mm-hmm. fact that those people don't have enough self awareness to say, oh. Nothing will ever meet that. Even if it is at the same quality, I will never recapture that. But I guess that just tells you everything you need to know about the video game playing audience from that age group. Yeah, they're all um, stupid. Yeah, but they don't get it. That you can't recapture the things that you used to have. You can only hope for new things that will impress you in that way. Oh, so it's a lot like the Catholic Church. It's essentially Star Wars. But yeah, yeah, no. EA is worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Like it's like right. they will kill Netherrealm if yep. Mortal Kombat does not sell to their liking. Yep. EA's only not the worst video game company because of things that happened in the last month. That, um, that fucking Activision <laughs> just doesn't pay their taxes, so Right. <laughs> I just, I, EA at one point, I was like, wow, they're really turning it around. And, and then, that, yeah. And then, and then, no. Like, when, like, yeah. Dead Space and stuff like that was coming out, I'm like, huh, maybe they won't be the most hated company on Earth anymore. And I mean, it, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, they're not, as of right now. As no. of right now. But well, give just them wait a little for time. Comcast. Well, just give Comcast mm-hmm. a moment. 
Well, that's because like no, there's no sports, and they make the two biggest sports games, which they base all of their things off of. So yeah, that's yeah. why they do their things. And then so everybody no. complains about the sports games, and then they still buy them. <laughs> oh wait, no, I know they also uh, squat on the rights to Star Wars and do nothing with it. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, that's that's uh-huh. the other thing that makes them really bad. But they also don't sexually, well, as far as we know. Yeah, they also million people. <laughs> Yeah. Again, Comcast, as far as we know, doesn't do that either. Um, <laughs> so Comcast is finally the hero. Not really. Um, <laughs> I think it's just Comcast has better lawyers than Ubisoft does. Oh, uh-huh. I think you're praising Comcast just made my internet better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I just... It, I, I don't see A, how EA would have as much money as they need to buy brothers game. I, I honestly don't see a world where Microsoft does outbid EA. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you say that, yeah. but then, then there's no football season and Madden sells 100 billion copies. Yeah, but that, but, but they yeah. still need a lot of money to keep a lot of the rights that they're doing. That's you you like, gotta understand. I think they're, no, those things are locked down for like contracts for like, oh, yeah, no, they've essentially created a monopoly with that. Yeah. Like, it, they, it's they a whole thing. Use, it's like an yeah. I don't want to believe this is a possibility because it's horrific to me. Dude, it's re- it's real. You don't want to buy like like ten bucks to get like a one in ninety two chance for a Riddler box. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, and I know, I, I I hate I hate to say it, but I would really take Bethesda or like. Anything over here, honestly. Yeah. If Kick Two tomorrow was like, yeah, we'll buy them, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I would at least feel secure that they would do something interesting with somebody the acquisition yeah. they would get there. But every game would be seventy dollars. But yeah. Yeah, well, you know, but that's the thing. If if let's say in this horrible dystopian future that EA gets the gets the WB Games license and all the stuff that comes with it, they will just pump out Batman and Mortal Kombat and it and minute they stop making money gone like they yep. will be dissolved oh. and they will just squat on the rights to those titles ed boone will be making uh mobile games for the rest of his life oh god no yeah maybe they'll bring him in and do bug snacks dlc is his soul tied to the rights uh, it, is that uh, part of being the guy like the one half know? creators of mortal kombat well you know? tobias has been gone for a while so i think he's the oh. only He's been so, gone since what, like four? Yeah, he's yeah. been gone forever. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like the uh, split between TMNT. Your, well, no, the creators of Doom. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's one just, of those guys is like a super genius, and the other one is basically a neckbeard. So, <laughs> so it's like TMNT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not that far. Actually, when you put it that way, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I wasn't sure if anybody was going to have anything more to add about EA. Potentially doing that, it just I only feel, that the thought of it horrifies me. And like, I feel like the seal. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I can't wait for like EA to be like, no, we're not gonna like if they had it, we're not gonna all Lego to make any more Lego Batman games because yeah. that would like uh, well, <laughs> flood the well, market. Actually, oh, yeah. they wouldn't own those developers. I don't think. They no, they wouldn't own the developers, but no. they'd have the rights. Well, like, yeah, uh, they'd have all the they, um, have the. they would have the license for as long until it expires. I think. I'm not entirely. I, I don't. Games I don't. Around those on the the Batman specific, like the DC Lego ones. 
So like, I think they can't make those without whoever owns those rights. Right. And I don't think anybody else could make an a, a depth like Lego game other than Take no. Two or Take what is it, Traveler's Tale? No, Traveler's Tale. Yeah, Traveler's Tale. All right. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember Two T. Remember if it was Take Two? Yeah. I just. I. That's the other thing. Rights issues are so weird. I don't know how much these things are directly tied to WB and if EA owned the WB mm-hmm. games license but got rid of teams that make these games well what that would mean would them mm-hmm. sitting on them the whole time or... I, I, I hate I, it well, yeah. I don't want to think about this yeah well mm-hmm. it's again I don't know the specifics um, one, one would hope that if EA did buy WB Games, and that in as a result of that, they got the license to Batman and all those other characters, that their their mantra would be, well, if we make a good game, we will get this license again. We will be able to renew the license, and WB will allow us to do that. One would hope that that would be their way of approaching it. EA doesn't have a very good track record with that. Right. (laughs) It's like, uh, I would, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Why would you give your license to one company forever? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because they're making no money. Right. That's not a good reason. (laughs) Again, I don't know if there's a difference between video game licensing deals and movie licensing deals. They Uh, are sometimes tied together and sometimes not. So, like, Spider-Man is all tied together. Yeah. X-Men is, but, like, some of the other stuff is not. Well, yeah, like, uh, Marvel was able to do an X-Men game, even though Fox had X-Men. So, like... It's, Whoa, it's wait, all which weird. what what X Men game did Marvel do? That, um, that... the really shitty one, Destiny. <laughs> oh, I killed Silicon Knights. Was it was it was there an uh, X Men versus Capcom game? Yeah, well, that's, but that's, that's on Game Pass. Capcom Capcom approached Marvel years yeah. ago for that. That was like yeah. that was pre Fox. Yeah, yeah, but that's right. been like uh, Capcom vs. Marvel's been around since like '92. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was way True. It like it, it. Yeah, there's probably some grandfather deal there yeah. that could probably protect it. And it's the relationship of... between Marvel and Capcom is way better than it is, say, mm-hmm. uh, Silicon Knights or like any <laughs> other company. Mm-hmm. Who? Well, what company? The, oh, what was the other Marvel game? <laughs> was there another Marvel game? Nemesis uh, was produced by. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel Nemesis was, that was an EA game, and that was on the original Xbox. Oh no! So that was. Years and years <laughs> Can you imagine DC Nemesis? Oh no! I'm gonna have to look at pictures. You remember Johnny Ohm, everyone's favorite character? God damn it! What were you saying, Arlen? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Um, Johnny Ohm. Johnny Ohm. Um, Marvel produced uh, Marvel PS4 Spider-Man. I, I think that they were part of that. They they did work uh, on that. That was yeah. that was um, just it's just in the same way that like you'll see the Marvel logo appear before a, a movie that's here's the, the thing about that. that are owned by somebody else. Here's the thing about that: there are stuff in that game that is very much not Sony owned too. Yeah, right. That was that was my so. There um, is uh, there is differences between. Uh, what can I can't? 
I think that's because their working relationship with Marvel currently. Yeah, that that's right. why. it's I, definitely more of a publisher thing of like, um, yeah. a publisher thing of like, well, this company is a known quantity, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're basically like, because the way it worked was Marvel was basically going out and be like, hey, uh, pick a character, make any game you want. And yeah, oh, I think that's the story of that game, like that they were like, oh, what do you want to do? Like, we love Spider-Man. Let's make a Spider-Man game. Yeah. Well, okay. and I mean, looking at like something like Ultimate Alliance Three, like isn't that super X-Men heavy? Mm, no, it's got every. It's no, it's uh, it has, it has a bunch X-Men in there. Okay, but it's but it's predominantly characters that Marvel has the rights to within their movie. Correct. Uh, um, mm-hmm. not at the time. It has a it has a bunch of Spider-Man characters. It, it has had a bunch of- Fantastic Four DLC. Well, yeah, that thing. was after the Fox deal, though. Yeah, but everybody okay. knew that was coming. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, though. I thought the mutants were. I thought that that game came out after the Fox deal. Maybe I'm. It, it, no, did. it came out. Uh, it came out during. Yeah. Okay. So I, it was. It was basically already known that Disney was getting yeah. everything. But back. there's like yeah. there's like six Spidey characters in there because it's Spider Man, Miles Morales, Venom, Spider Gwen. Uh, okay. I, just, I, believe... I wasn't. There's was, costumes too for Spider-Man Noir and stuff like that. I yeah, just wasn't and sure if there was if there's going to be some sort of correlation between like newer Marvel games try to veer away from stuff that they don't I, own outright. Or I think mm-hmm. uh, it depends on the developer because mm-hmm. a company like Insomniac, um, they're not gonna they're gonna want anybody, and I think Marvel yeah. is more willing to let them do it because it'll make them a bazillion dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, exactly. And, like you are right, like you're, you're not wrong because there's like there is a whole mission at the X Mansion, and like besides that, like you get Hulk, and then you don't get really like nothing till Fantastic Four was the last DLC mm-hmm. that they did, and but, no mention I, of the other characters they don't own. Like Namor is not anywhere to be seen or any of the other Hulk characters. Well, and I thought it was interesting that, like, Moon Knight and Blade and... Oh, yeah. It was Moon Knight, Blade, Morbius, and Punisher were the first DLC. Which all kind of correlates around, or at least probably when things were starting to be mentioned about those characters coming to... Yeah, which Morbius is, like, the the sixth Spider-Man character, or fifth one? I forgot about him, yeah. Well, I guess Spider-Man also exists in that weird nebulous realm where, like, they're like, no, we're not going to pass up on him because we're going to make money off him, so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Morbius also sucks in that game, so, fuck <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, speaking of Spider-Man, the other thing I posted in the chat about, uh, just real quick, about uh, Mark being quite as uh, diverse as they like to claim they are, and they almost changed Miles Morales' name to Spy-D. Spy like whitest humans on earth. Yeah. So <laughs> I I remember hearing something about this years ago. I vaguely too I vaguely uh, do too after reading the article. I was like, oh yeah. shit. I kind of remember I, when they talked about I'm not surprised about it at all. Because like I get Ghost Spider for Spider Gwen. Like Spider Man is like the nickname, but she's mm-hmm. Ghost Spider. Dumb. Which is funny because, like, in some things, like in the in Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, it says Spider Gwen. It does not say Ghost Spider. But then in the cartoons, it says Ghost Spider. Um, Wait, is that her canon name? Yes. Her canon yes. name is Ghost Spider. Yeah. 
Like that's your superhero. <laughs> well, like you can't She's run around as like if you're I'm Spider Gwen. It's like why well, did she even your name know her name? Gwen. In that it's universe, sort of, have they have they said that there's not a Spider Woman in that universe, or that there is one? So she's uh, well, Spider Woman. Is that I? I don't know because it's like it's all confusing because you're talking about multiple Earths. So the first time I heard it was the Disney Channel cartoon where okay. she's and she's okay. in she's canon. It's like Spider. It's like Gwen never died. Okay, and she in that is now died. In in yeah. that context, I get it. In the yeah. context where she's in her own universe. Where she's the spider person. I think she's Spider um, Woman. Okay. In that, but like the different versions of her have different names because fucking Marvel is well comics I, are crazy. I also wonder <laughs> yeah. if that's kind of like and sorry to interrupt. I wonder if this no, is good. similar to um the way it was when the X-Men X-Men rights were with Fox, that they could use any of the characters that were you know, they already had the rights to plus anything they created, and that's why Marvel was super reticent to create newer characters along the X-Men. It's mm-hmm. there was some sort of weird thing along those lines. Like they they weren't creating as many new mutants as they could have during that time period because of the weird yeah. rights issues. Oh, they were definitely being it dicks. Some, yeah, yeah, it was some like they, they retconned Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch to not yeah. be yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was, yep, yep, yep. yeah it was, and they broke up the Fantastic Four. Yep. Yeah, it was some declaration from on high, probably from our yeah. old friend Ike. Yep. Um, uh, oh, it was where, straight up like, why are we promoting things we don't own? Yeah, and that's which I I kind right. of get because of the big two, um, Marvel gets that comics are just a marketing tool now, mm-hmm. and, and also, it's it's just sure, a place yeah. for them to dip into for designs yeah, or two mm-hmm. designs or test stories out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's R and D basically. It's yeah. R and D that you get people to like review and look at and give you feedback on. Um, yeah. Also, as we all know, Ike had a a hard on for the Inhumans, so it all fit perfectly. I mean, um, no, okay, for him. to be fair, I bet they could do it really good. If, I bet they could. Um, uh, yeah, if Ike was not involved. And Jeff Lowe as as one of the people <laughs> yeah. who watched that show. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> You're a soldier, Lou. You really yeah. are. Um Vin Diesel was supposed to be Black Bolt at one point, I remember hearing. Remember when that yeah. was a thing? Remember when yeah. we all would have been so happy with that? Yeah. After two roles that sort of one like, year he doesn't speak together. and one one where he only says group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, he would have demanded to be in tank top. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and after the coronas, up. and um, yeah. after yeah. seeing Bloodshot, like he's only allowed to be shot from like a nipple up, so you can't see the flab, and then highly CGI'd. <laughs> Not to make this where I think where I steal a joke from another podcast, but I was listening to something, and they were talking about. Uh, changing up the King Kong ride at Universal and just making it Vin Diesel. I can't, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about that because it's perfect. Oh God, so I got good. to I got to go on the last year and 
that would be amazing having this giant like animatronic Vin Diesel head just <laughs> grunting at you while your cart shakes. They just like, oh, family. Family. Yeah, on the subject of comics, real quick, uh, I have come across a site that I've been acquiring comics on. I'll, I'll leave oh, it up. We to, all do it. My yes. comic shop is probably dead. So when I was well, reading, I got, what I would do as well, yeah. assuming that I'm reading the room properly. Uh, um, and there's so much stuff that I've gotten to read recently that I I wanted to, but I couldn't justify like multiple trade because they haven't come out back. Like I read all the uh, the Dark Knights and or yeah, Dark Knights Metal, which oh. reading it. Reading it in the proper order was actually like uh, not just reading to, the trades. Mm-hmm. You need to be reading death metal because I'm I'm going to, but I'm waiting for more issues. But uh, I, yeah, I, I know like two issues in. I just I need to up. catch up on Scott. I need to catch up on all of well, them. on like a side comic thing. They're basically mm-hmm. he's jumping off of doing anything continuity now. Yeah, after yep. this, yeah, yeah so they're letting him just more stuff. Great. They're letting him just play with his toys in his own sandbox. I stopped somewhere through Batman. What was that book? Um, Batman? Batman, No, the one that came after it. Um, Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in All-Star. And and that was around when I just jumped off Comic Call together. And like every, like once a month or so, I'm like, I should catch up on Scott. I should catch up on his own stuff. He Um, has the magic ability to take what other writers did that was dog mm-hmm. shit and somehow make it good because yeah. he's actually doing something based on the whole Jeff Johns Watchmen stuff that is interesting. Oh, wow. And folding <laughs> it into definitely. I'm not shocked. Yeah. Like he made the character, Dr. Death, one of my favorite characters. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Dr. Well, Death is one of the dumbest characters on earth, but yeah. he's great. Well, Dr. Uh, Death is in the Aaron Morrison run yeah. Oh, and he's in that. Yeah. He's in um, what do you call it? Uh, El- the Elseworlds crossover. That's that character. Oh. Oh, that's right. I... That is him. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But uh, one of the other series I just recently tore through was Revival. Um, and the premise of that is that the dead come back to life, but they're not zombies. They just come back as the person they were, and mm-hmm. how much havoc that. Run reeks on a small. I want to say Wisconsin town, like it so obviously like a gets. Snap. I kind of, but like it, it, it goes some places that I wasn't expecting. It's really yeah. good, and I was able to find all four of the deluxe hardcovers. Um, a book I'm reading right now, Letter Forty Four, Arlen. I think you would probably dig this. Mm. It's the whole idea that a new president incoming gets a president, oh. and it tells him that aliens exist. And he knows exactly where they are. He sent a team of aliens out there nine years earlier to go and find out what's going on. And it's political intrigue and alien stuff, and it's it's really quite cool. And I've been tearing oh. through it. Yeah, I think you'd yeah. do it. I I'm very into that. Yeah, it turns out the aliens are in Mammoth Cave. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and uh, Sean Murphy's Batman White Knight. Oh yes! Holy fuck! I love did, you only read, art, so did you only read the first one? Yeah, I, I have the other one. Okay, because okay. they were or whatever it is before the world ended. 
Um, <laughs> he was, or he is supposed to be doing his own White Knight universe. Oh, oh wow! Shit. Yes. Um, yeah, so this there... is a comic show. You can catch up on all this stuff. Because <laughs> were there only uh, eight issues of Curse of the White Knight? Yes, and okay. so they are supposed to be because um, there was some controversy and someone got booted off of the series that he did not know was problematic. Yeah, that's been happening a lot. Um, okay. Yeah, but they're doing like a three or four comic line that's like the Murphy. This is like, I, it's the good and bad parts of DC, like consolidating lines and then the mm-hmm. dark or the black line, the whatever it's called, the black series. DC black label. Black label is just like everybody's kind of own play world. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to be, he's going to have a little pocket universe in there. Nice. I'm very yeah, it's interesting. His his art is so good. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. So and that particular run, like shocked oh, how good it was. That's the best page is when they just have all the Batmobiles from everything yes. running yes. next to each other. Listening to this, that don't know Sean Murphy, like just look up panels from the wake. Not that that was a good, like a great book, but like yeah, his art in that book is fantastic. Or if you um, have, if you have an Ollie's near you, there might still be. Hard. He's a punk rock Jesus for college. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, oh, that's... And also, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Didn't he do one of the American vampire spinoffs? Was it like Lord of Darkness or something? He did one. Um, yeah, he did. He did the art on some of it for a while. Yeah, I can't remember. What yeah. I'm looking at yeah. he did Tokyo Ghost, Punk Rock Jesus, American Vampire, Survival of the Fittest. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then he's done one. two different Hellblazer books as well. Yeah, one of those yes. spinoffs with the with the other character who like adopts yeah. a vampire or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like, like that, or his or the woman that he's working with, her son. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was yeah. that was actually one of my favorite stories in the series. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong, I like the stuff with Pearl and Skinner Sweet, but yeah, some yeah. of that stuff with like the the vampire hunting team or force whatever is uh, so goddamn yeah. good. And it's like the the vampires that like precede humanity. They're like, mm-hmm. like the yeah, that stuff yeah. is so cool. Like, uh, I was very into that. Um, but yeah, I was I was just yeah. able to uh, get all of Invincible in about five minutes, and uh, all of Chew, which is also a phenomenal series. If none of you have ever read that, um, I've heard as one of the books on my list because I've been doing the same thing. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. going like stuff that I didn't read because I was too young. So I just mm-hmm. found like the um, Death of Superman omnibus, like digital. Okay. Yep. And I yep. want to read. It's like Super Death of Superman, Superman. Returns. Yeah, Superman returns and Superman lives or whatever. Lives, yeah. And I want to. I'm gonna read that. It's okay. It's. I mean, you. you yeah. It's like it's, it's a one of those things. It was like the one thing because I just listened to a podcast um, where they're talking about how that book, like both blew up the comic book industry and also simultaneously mm-hmm. killed the comic book industry. Right. Well, and it, it's also a kind of soft launch for uh, Hal turning into Parallax. Parallax, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, I'm I'm all for supporting your local comic store. I'm all for supporting stock trades and whatnot. But I'm not fucking made of money. Like, I can't keep up on everything all the time. So, yeah, and a lot of places oh, yeah. are still closed or not mm-hmm. reopening. Like, I, uh, my local one I'm following, and they're not open yet, or if ever. I, right. I stopped following single issues a long time ago, and it's I think I, I think I, I, I made the right decision. Honestly, you did. Yeah. You it, did. De- it depends. Like, 
There are some stories I really like, and the when I say some, I mean the current Hickman X Men stuff. Like you well, must read Hickman, really. Like that's the like, I've, I've said this before. I miss following everything Hickman was doing, and again, everything uh, Scott was doing, and like yeah, dude, as fun. whatever Scott's doing, Hickman is doing that on LSD plus no, <laughs> plus no condoms. But yeah, <laughs> and and then also it has the amazing like Hickman graphic design stuff, in, which is some yeah, of right. my favorite stuff from him. Like yeah. literally in the current Cable run, like you, I think they're on issue two. Cable mm-hmm. is in a I don't know how to describe relationship with all of the cuckoos. Yeah, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on a they're date. Called the cuckoos? Yeah, the, yeah, the cuckoos. Yeah, the oh, the cuckoo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dating all of them concurrently. Well, they're kind of one mind, so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but right, they yeah. also talk. They also show panels where they're like, "We're gonna break this boy." <laughs> oh God! Well, they were they uh, were trained by Emma Frost, of course. Yeah, so that Emma yeah. has a conversation with Scott about like, "Your boy better not hurt my girls." Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, and there's like all sorts of shenanigans, and everyone's fucking everybody, and it's all weird well, and awesome. Yo. Yeah, I grabbed the uh, six current volumes of dawn of x so I'm, oh, i'll yeah. be able to i'll be able I, to catch up on all that i want to read highly, the sword one. Oh, they're just starting cable issue one is the first Ooh. sword thing well and, and you know, cable issue two teases it because uh ps he's tying in rom the space knight i was about to bring oh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah like the what is it the i think they don't have rom it's the other it's that universe, yeah it's though. it's the it's the, it's the uh, other uh, yeah. Jobber Space Knights, essentially. Yeah, yeah, because Rom yeah. is owned by like or something like that. I think yeah. the last Rom thing was an IDW thing. Yeah, so literally, yeah. Cable has like uh, Cloud's Buster Sword. Yeah, yeah. Right oh, that's, that's sick. The, that, that's the first sword. Um, mm-hmm. And as much as I love it, like the Fantastic Four crossover just ended. And if you've ever, because Reed Richards is the worst, want to see. <laughs> um, the final like two pages is Magneto and Xavier. Basically, it's Magneto uses his power to unzip Xavier's fly, who then flops it out and cracks it across Reed Richards' face, um, and then they just walk away. That's amazing. I love it. Because <laughs> like they put Reed in like beyond. Because Reed is like issue one. You're like, oh no, Reed, you done fucked up to the nth level degree. Uh, and basically he's like you just made your son an enemy and it's like it's interesting because it's like oh yeah uh franklin's a fucking mutant yeah and like yeah and if like the mutants are making a country and they're like all mutants are members where are his loyalties and then they have a really good franklin has a really heavy talk with thing where he's like my dad's the smartest man in the world things like yeah of course he's like then why can't he fix either of us? And then things just is like, and, and things like, um, because like it's hard. It's like, is it or is he just not trying? And mm-hmm. thing is just silent, and just like, oh yeah, that's something that no one has really talked about. It's like, how has Reed not been able to just fix thing? Like he could do everything else because right. Reed's impotent. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, my uh, my whole thing with Hickman, like, or at least buying individual issues is just I Hickman I need to have all right. of the story in front of me or it, I'll lose my mind because 
he takes his time in telling a story, so stuff that happens in like the second yeah. issue won't have repercussions until like the twentieth, and it's just like I can't mm-hmm. wait that long. I can't wait that long. Yeah. I hate my life. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're doing like a horror. My... Yeah, um, half of my love for East of West is going back and rereading it and being like, oh, I missed. Yes, I missed yeah. that completely. I missed that stuff that they set up in like issue one about um uh the king of uh new africa king. is it mm-hmm. uh, uh no the king of new orleans king of new, new orleans, orleans. and yeah. um and uh the native american character crow i think is his name yeah i can't remember like they set that up in like first issue or the second issue or something like that and i completely missed that in my yes. first run through because i wasn't looking for it um but that relationship makes so much more sense and how that plays out <laughs> Um, yeah, that's one of the yeah. things that's hard to read with the X Men books because, like, every issue in like all of the books has like two to three pages of literal just text to read, mm-hmm. um, and it's like hard to force yourself to read that. But there's so much nuance going on in those things. It, it uh, does feel like maybe Hickman should just be writing regular novels sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. I love like his Twitter is like, I keep trying to get them to fire me. Like, I don't know what I have to do. Like, I had two islands fuck. Like, I have, like, everybody else fucking everybody. Uh, but yeah. uh, speaking of uh, fucking, is there anything else anybody wants to cover? Do we this up? Uh, um, I mean, I do have some breaking news. Uh, uh, Wilford Brimley. Yeah, Wilford Brimley's uh, he, he's done dead. so. Um, yeah. Oh no, uh, diabetes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How old is he? Um, uh, one hundred and eight. No, that's the thing. He like wasn't that, that old. Well, no, he he's in. Old. He was in. He was old in the th- in the thing. But he, he was wasn't like, that old then. No. That's yeah. The he's, he's been like. Yeah. He was like forty. He was like, born in nineteen thirty-four, Eric. <laughs> Yeah, but I, oh, yeah, he was born before really? World War II. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really because I thought I thought I'd read somewhere that like he wasn't all that old when he did. That. He's eighty-five years old. He was oh, eighty-five years old. That's actually younger than I thought. Yeah, he, so he was forty during the thing. It's that's still like, old. He was forty for like fifty years. How old? <laughs> no, well, he's he's one of those guys that he he was born and he was like a child and then he turned like forty eight. Like he right. just at like twenty two he was forty eight. Right. Exactly. And he just stayed that age for forever. Yeah. It's like Kurt Russell like yeah. was Kurt Russell was like thirty and then he's just been like fifty for the last like right. thirty yeah. years. God exactly. I'm just I'm looking at his IMDB. I forgot he was in that Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Hard target. Yes, he is. Oh, oh that's not even a bad right. one. Um, no, it's not. It's actually, no, it, it's no. There are bad John ones. Woo, that's not a bad one. It's John Woo, and it's a John Woo movie through and through. Like, is there doves? And oh shit, yeah, there's doves or pigeons. Or oh, something. there's there are so <laughs> many doves. Wilfred Brimley plays a um, a Cajun man. Um, oh yes, that's the that's the number one mullet. Van Damme movie. That's the yeah. movie. If you ever seen the gift where he punches a snake, yep. Yes, that's in he, that movie. He knocks yeah. a snake out and hangs it from a branch as a trap for a no, human. No, you're skipping a part. He punches okay, a snake in the bayou, which is a yeah. rattlesnake, and then rips off the rattle and then ties it to a tree. Yes, so that a henchman can get bitten by it. 
it's fantastic. It's just, it's so good. Um, it's that movie... the only movie where they tried to explain his accent by making him Cajun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right. not the same accent as Belgian. Um, well, so they pull mm-hmm. that a lot because I watched the Pittsburgh Penguins one. Where oh, they do mean... say that he's. No, they say that he's French Canadian. You said yeah, that they announced he's French Canadian. Um, yeah, and that is. Um, Oh my god, because it's a play on what do you call it? Final Right, it's final cat final death or something, final Yeah something. Whatever. It's like a sports term. Because he actually talks French to a real penguins hockey player. I think it's like Marilyn mm-hmm. Mew is in it playing yeah, an actual on. Pittsburgh penguin. Yeah. The movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme plays a Pittsburgh um what is he? He's like a fire marshal. He's a fire marshal because he, he he has PTSD from a bad fire that he. Attended. That's his fucking job. Um, <laughs> That's his fucking job. But Eric, he got trapped in the building with somebody he was going in there to save, and uh, he had to be demoted. Um, but they let him keep let's, his job. Oh, sudden death. Let's. That's the one where this. the bad guy is the greatest bad guy of all time because he's the bad guy at everything. Powers Booth. Let's, right. It's Powers Booth. This, yes. Let's yeah. set this for uh, our new uh, Van Damme cast. Yeah, the uh, Van Damme cast. The uh, Van Damme cast. You say that, but like, do not make me have that. No, right, we're not. me and Lou might do this. We might cool. do the Van Damme cast. Cool. Well, cool. for once, I'm going to make the proclamation you can do that talk off air. I'm Eric Fedorchuk. <laughs> you can find me at Eric <laughs> on Instagram. There's pictures of dogs and cats and food and comics. You can also find me floating around the fan. My thing and stuff. And mostly I'm just reading comics at this point. Um, yeah, RIP. It's cold. I want to come in now. <laughs> It's cold. I want to go inside now. Um, you can I find bet. me um, when I'm not doing the Lost Horror podcast, um, which has a James Bond episode that will happen as soon as our guest watches the movies. Um, it, listen, um, <laughs> it's okay. We'll, I'm we'll still waiting to like do that. The greatest worst James Bond movie. Oh, you just the most, pro- the most the problematic episode is gonna have like five people on it. Yeah, um, that one has gotten like multiple requests from people. Oh no, no, I'm talking about the one where they literally the plot is whitewashing. Oh, no, that one's gonna yeah. have like seven people on it, probably. Yeah, because oh, I think Isa my... wanted to be on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that oh god, be, that's a good episode right there. That's gonna be a party. Um, but when I'm not doing that, uh, you can see me drinking the wines of Charles Smith, who does local Washington wines. <laughs> That's a plug for wine, but I don't give a shit because I am drunk. So, Are they uh, actually any good? They're actually, I, I like about half. Oh, so, that's a, nice. That's, that's not yeah. a bad ratio. And it's yeah. and I'm trying to do mostly local wine. So, like, eh, that's worth. very good. I try to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's my plugs. Fight. 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 No, come on. Who's going next? Who, 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 who? Uh, America Boy, uh, teespring.com mm-hmm. slash America's Boyfriend. Go buy a t shirt. Uh, uh, can you get a mask also? Is no, yeah, you can get a face mask. I have face masks. Can um, I get a face mask that just says, like, I am tall boy? No. I can get one with a bootleg of Game Boy Advance on it, though. I, want, I just I wanted want to one say... with the 
Oh, I want one with a picture of you from like middle school or high school. <laughs> I I can actually do that. <laughs> I would totally wear that just so I can explain. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's my friend from New from, um, from, from New England. That that state. That, I just want yeah. one that says like tall boy, but like your it's like a pixel art, but your shoulders are like at the top and you can't even see your head. It's cut off. Yeah. Hunter, not to turn this into a big conversation, but that same podcast I was listening to earlier, they called your state the Texas of New England. It kind of is. I'll get into this on another podcast, but it kind of is. <laughs> it's going to be, you're going to get into our JCVD cast. <laughs> uh, Lou, did you Van have a uh, yeah, so check out all the other podcasts. Along we have the comic show. We're going to be talking about Green Hornet. I do want to say um, a lot of breweries are doing this thing called um, basically this one brewery put out this uh, recipe, and they're calling it Black is Beautiful, and they a uh, bunch of breweries are making this beer. I have some in my fridge. Um, nice. 100% of the proceeds are going to uh, raise awareness for injustices and uh, for basically going towards local um, charities to help uh, uh, police brutality and legal defense uh, legal defenses for people who are wronged. Um, The beer is called Black is Beautiful. So uh, you can find it. A lot of local breweries um, all over the country are doing it. Uh, It is a stout. I know it's summer. It's like 102 in some parts of the country. But it is a very good tasting beer. And uh, yeah, it's something you could do. I'm trying my best to support local businesses during this time and especially local businesses owned by black and non-white non-white ownership um nothing nothing wrong with saying it that way yeah um but yeah and you can go on there if you know someone who works at or owns a brewery you can sign up your brewery and then get access to the uh to the recipe that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Although I'd like to point out that uh, all beers matter, and why is another a white is beautiful all right, beer? All right, all right. I think we can end up doing that now. And where's my white is beautiful beer with a drink? No, stop, 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 stop. No. I'm shutting that shit down. Oh, and uh, if you want to find out all about this, follow me at Young Underscore Kami Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me. I have four different Facebook profiles. Yeah. Hunter Davenport, Hunter D. Davenport, the Hunter Davenport, or whatever Hunter Davenports exists. Yes. All Hunter Davenports are 100 Davenport. Uh, yeah. He creates a new profile for every, like, two feet he is tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hope everybody had fun. Good night, everybody. Bye. I want to come inside now. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>